Welcome to the President's Podcast at ACC. I am Jessica Vess, and I'm joined by ACC President CEO, Dr. Richard Rhodes. Today, we are talking about solving the state's nursing crisis. It's a need, it's a critical workforce need in uh, Central Texas, but not just in Central Texas, for the state of Texas. And we also have a couple of guests with us today. I'd like to let them introduce themselves. Uh, my name is Megan Snay. I am a recent graduate of the ACC ADN program as of May 10th, and I'm happy to be here. And I'm Greg Hartman. I'm the president of academic and external affairs for the Seton uh, Healthcare family. Well, nice to have you all with us. We're here talking about solving the state's nursing crisis or helping to do so, and that's really done through a special program at ACC. What we have here in Central Texas, we've got about 7,500 nurses who are working in hospitals, doctor's offices, clinics, uh, and, and so forth, who have an ADN, or they're licensed nurses, they're registered nurses, uh, and they're practicing, they're working right here in Central Texas. By 2020, 80% uh, of the, the nursing workforce in the hospitals are supposed to have bachelor's degrees, but they need a, a good, accessible, affordable pathway uh, to go from the RN to BSN. And we just, we believe that it's critical as a part of, you know, our name is community, uh, that that's our mission, is to provide that affordable, accessible pathway. Uh, for those RNs who are working here, they stay in Central Texas and they work here, to have that pathway and get their, their BSN. Absolutely, so. and, and Megan, you're, you're facing that right now yourself as a recent graduate of the ADM program, that's the Associate Degree in Nursing, you're, you recognize fully the need to get your bachelor's in science and nursing. Absolutely. Uh, when you graduate from ACC, you almost always go directly into the workforce. We have awesome rates. Uh, uh, it's the exception for nurses in our program to not be immediately employed, which is wonderful, um, and part of what drew me to ACC in the first place, but you hit the ground running. Um, nurses in Central Texas who are graduating as associate's degree nurses, for us, we know that this is, this is just the first step. We're just getting started. What's wonderful is you get this entry into the workforce. Most people who are going to community college are already non-traditional students. You do it because you, you need a career. You want to move into something that has room for growth. And the best way to do that is to enter the workforce as quickly as possible so that you can support your family, pay your bills, keep yourself sustained as a human being while still continuing your education. Um, and so for me, the, the biggest thing now is, where do I go for that higher level of education? What are they gonna offer me in terms of support um, and cost? And so for ACC to be able to offer this bachelor's degree program essentially answers all of my needs and allows me to maintain my commitment to staying in the community that has provided me this education. Part of living in Austin and being a student at ACC has been this symbiosis of I get a wonderful education and I get to go and be a part of the workforce in the community that made that possible. My next steps personally are you know, integrating my professional development with continuing my education, which like I said, it's, it's not an if, it's a when. This is an inevitability. This is something that I know I need and, and want personally moving forward in the workforce. Um, I think it's important that the audience understands that the differentiation between a BSN educated nurse and an ADN educated nurse is no different in terms of licensure. We pass the same exam, we study the same curriculum. What ACC has offered is essentially a 
a fast track to get you started in the workforce. But with the workforce, sees why we have the 80-20 rule you're talking about where 80% of, of nurses need to be bachelor's degree educated by 2020 is that, and this is every nurse's goal, better patient outcomes. We want better healthcare outcomes and you achieve that through higher education. So for us to be able to reach that goal more affordably, more locally, is a benefit not only to the nurses in this community, but every person in this community who is a healthcare consumer, which is hopefully most of this community, you right. know, that this touches beyond the scope of healthcare. This touches the community as a whole. And so I think it's it's a really exciting step and I'm really looking forward to seeing yeah. where it will take us. You know, and we know that there's some online, purely online delivered programs um, and, and they're good programs. But, uh, you know, one of the things I always think about is a lot of the responsibility of a nurse is social interaction with patients. and one of the things we want to do at ACC is make sure that those last two years that there is this social interaction between the nurse and teachers uh, so that a hybrid program to where you get some online and you get some face-to-face. -face. Um, that's what I hear from nurses uh, out in the field that they would like to see that, that they would prefer to have some face-to-face -face time uh, in that last two years. Yeah, and I, I can say from the hospital's perspective, from Seton's perspective, that's really important too because what we're really finding is when there are mistakes or when there are problems, it's that communication issue. And you can have, you can have someone who's really smart and if the communication with the doctor and the nurse or the nurse and the nurse or the nurse and the therapist or the patient and the nurse isn't effective, that's a real problem. So I think that's right. We really appreciate from our perspective having those programs that online's great, but you've got to have that social interaction. You've got to have that ability to know how to communicate with different types of professionals and right. what their priorities are and those kind of things as well, too. And that's, that's kind of a, <clears throat> the focus of those last two years, too, is to get that type of uh, relationship, supervisory, mm -hmm. managerial type experiences, and that's communication. Um, mm -hmm and exchange and dialogue and, you know, having those conversations. Um, you know, one, one thing I would just like to make sure everybody knows, too, because I'm so proud of our nursing program here at ACC, is, you know, if you take a look at the pass rate on the NCLEX, and I know you're going to pass, uh, have no fear, uh, that the pass rate over the last five years has averaged 95%, and that's mm -hmm. pretty much unheard of. Uh, and so a pass rate going through a two-year program, 95% of the nurses pass it directly into the workforce. And most universities would die to have a 95% pass rate mm -hmm. uh, for their nurses after four years. And so I, you know, our faculty, uh, our staff, uh, our students are just fantastic. I, uh, I'm glad you both touched on two points that I think are really, really important here and worth mentioning. One, um, we have an incredible pass rate. And now that I'm transitioning into a, a graduate nurse role in the workforce, you know, when I check in to pick up my newly embroidered scrubs or get my schedule, everyone says, when do you sit for the boards? When are you sitting for the boards? June 19th. Where'd you go to school again? ACC. Oh, you'll be fine. You're going to be fine. Our institution is recognized for its success. The nurses that ACC produces are top-notch, undisputed with the healthcare providers in this community. And that's just such a wonderful, comforting thing as somebody who's about to face essentially the largest test of their lives is that the confidence the community has in our program is so outspoken and so wonderful that for us to be able to take it to the next level is only, only the next natural step. 
And something else that ACC has provided us, aside from our awesome NCLEX pass rate, which is phenomenal, we have one of the highest hours required in our clinical programs. We spend more time with our patients in the facilities in this community who are gracious enough to have us than most other institutions. There are, there are minimum standards in terms of those hours that need to be met for accreditation, and ACC exceeds them. We go much, much closer to the maximum. And I don't have the exact numbers, but I know that we are, are very much on the high end of that face-to-face -face interaction with our patients and that yeah. high number of clinical hours. And that, I think, is what sets this foundation in terms of that communication mm -hmm. you're talking about. A big component of nursing, in my very humble and short experience, is that in order to be effective in your job, yes, you need to be able to safely administer medications, and yes, you need to be adept and practiced in your skills, but above all else, you need to be a good communicator. Right. And so to take that communication to the next level, which is what the bachelor degree offers us in terms of the higher level management curriculum, is going to take people who have a really wonderful foundation in their profession and their practice alone, because nursing is about communication, and saying, we're going to help you to further hone this so that you can be the most effective nurse possible while still meeting all of these requirements and demands that the, the current sort of environment and culture that we're in in nursing, which is, I mean, some refer to as a crisis. We are, we are facing a shortage. Um, this just really changes the tone of the conversation so it's less right. about being a crisis and more about being as effective as possible. Yeah, and I'd like to add to that because that's a really good point. There really is a crisis. We've averaged close to 500 nursing opportunities, openings at any one time for the last couple of years. And in Central Texas, I think the number is like 2,000 openings right now. Mm -hmm. So there's a, it, you'd call it a shortage. And that's even with you know, the work we've done, Seton's right. done with ACC to add to the program and create the clinical education center and some of those kind of things. We still have this shortage. And so this really is a critical. That's one reason for Seton, this is one of our highest legislative priorities during the last session. And that's even with all the other things going on in healthcare. I mean, healthcare is in a time of transition now with all the Medicaid changes and all those kind of things too. This was still one of our highest priorities. Part of it is to fix that pipeline because we need more nurses. But part of it too, I'll also endorse what you said about ACC nurses. We love ACC nurses. Y'all are great nurses. You hit the ground running. It's just a great program. And then also when someone comes from a community college program, they're more likely to stay in the community. And that's a huge thing because because there's a nursing shortage not only in Central Texas but all over Texas and frankly big parts of the nation, there's lots of folks coming in and you know wanting to pull our people out and take them to Houston or to Los Angeles or whatever. But community college trained nurses, not only are they great nurses, but they often are real connected to the community. They have families, they've been around. That's why the ACC experience is so good for them. And it's just a wonderful investment for us to have those kind of nurses to be able to hire. And I just want to say thank you to Seton because, uh, and thank you, Greg, because uh, every time we need a testimony, um, mm -hmm. and you really put into practice your support, uh, and every time we need a testimony, somebody from Seton was there to testify for whether it was a House Higher Ed Committee or the Senate mm -hmm. Higher Ed Committee, um, but you were always there uh, and critical in it, to mm -hmm. see the support from the business community, the hospitals, yeah. uh, there to say this is important. This is a critical workforce need for Central Texas to allow ACC to, to provide this opportunity. So I just want to say thank you. Uh, you're you're uh, very for welcome. And it was easy for us. It was when, yeah. when when the bill was passing. You know, that last weekend there was there was probably as many 
Texas going, Texas going yes. on between seed yes. people is already yes. ACC because there, there was so much excitement for yeah. it and everything too to have it pass. So we love being a partner with you guys. And the, the other part that made a really good impact to uh, legislators is to hear the voice of the students. And so we had student testimonies uh, during that time. Incredible, uh, mm -hmm. incredible. And I think that's why it made it through the legislature th this year. Um, soundly, um, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the vote was not even close. And so uh, it took a lot of hard work, uh, but uh, well justified. Yeah, and that's a big deal in a session where there was there were very few things that were unanimous in this legislative session. <laughs> so yeah, the yes. fact that this passed, what the sort of support it did, actually says something yeah. about it because yeah. most of the time they had a hard time deciding, you know, whether it was daytime or nighttime, you know. <laughs> but, right. but the yeah. support behind yeah. this bill was pretty positive from all yeah. sides of the aisle and from all different parts it of was. the political spectrum. And Megan, I just you know you know you had touched upon clinicals. Um, and basically, you've done all of your clinical mm -hmm. necessary to sit for the NCLEX um, in those two years. And so, you know, some concern had been raised, well, it's going to take additional clinical space away from, uh, you know, if we allow ACC to offer a four-year uh, BSN. Um, and it really doesn't because the clinicals, for the most part, have already been mm -hmm. done. So, yeah. which is why... Um, you know, we hear testimonies, and I've got to give you one quick short story that, uh, you know, was just, uh, I think, a couple of years ago. I went to my dermatologist, and uh, she didn't know who I was, and, and so uh, after she got done burning the spots, because I was a bad boy, I didn't put sunscreen on, so when she got done burning all the spots on my forehead and face, she said, so where do you work? And I said, um, Austin Community College, and she said, uh, so what do you do there? And I said, well, most days I'm the president. Uh, <laughs> occasionally I don't claim that. But she immediately got this big smile on her face, and she jumped up, and she ran over. She closed the door. She came back, and she says, I just have to tell you, you have the best nursing graduates. Um, I spend no time trying to train them once I hire them. They are ready to go. Um, and I can't say that about some of the other institutions. So... It's you're ready. You're there. That's it's so wonderful to hear that. I wish I could articulate more effectively the warm and fuzzy feeling I get talking about being. This might be the first time I've said it out loud. An ACC alum. It means so much to know how much our community supports us because nursing is hard. It's I I know that the obstacles in front of me in terms of the career that I have chosen will be innumerable. But to know that the institutions that have provided us the clinical hours that we've had to now, which I have to take a moment and thank Seton for that mm -hmm. because I've spent a good amount of time, especially at uh, Dell Children's, which was wonderful. Um, to know that we're, we're going into this workforce with this community support behind us is just one less thing to worry about from the perspective of somebody who is, you know, going into essentially personally uncharted territory. Many have come before me and many will come after me, but my personal journey in a community that has been so supportive is just such an important thing. I can't drive that home enough how much that means to me. From the moment I began taking classes at ACC, there was always somebody there to help me get to the next step. And it's not just the nursing program, and it wasn't just the nursing faculty, the administration, the advisors, the financial aid department, 
this school in its entirety has really dialed in what it takes to give students all of the resources that they need to be successful. And that's something that I just, I was not expecting that. You know, when, mm -hmm. I, when I started, I thought, well, you know, here goes. And often for students, the biggest part of navigating higher education is, is managing the administrative side of things. How do I get registered? What do I do to get my student ID? Where do I go for this? How do I coordinate my financial aid? And from the get-go, ACC hit the ground running so that I could do the same. And now I move forward into this career where I've got all of this support behind me and I can hit the ground running in the same way. And I hope that I can give back to this community that has given me so much. And that's a, a big thing with this bachelor's degree program for me personally. I don't want to give my money to someone else. I want my investment to stay in this community. I want my education to be centered in this community and I want my career to stay here. I feel personally indebted to a place that has given me so much and for me to be able to continue my career here and give back for an extended period of time and to know that my financial resources will be allocated back to that institution is something that I take very seriously and I want other people to know that that's, that is a place of political and social power that you have as a student and ACC doing all of this work to allow this bachelor's degree program is going to allow all the nurses in this community to do the same and to turn around and say, hey, community college, Central Texas, you have supported us through this degree plan. I want to turn around and, and start to give back and I want to take it further and this allows us to do that, you know? I'm, I'm just getting started in my nursing career. I'm so excited and to be able to get affordably into a bachelor's degree program has started turning gears in my head for things like, well, maybe I can teach someday. Yes. Maybe I can really give back, yeah. you know? If you had asked me five years ago what I thought I would be doing with my life, I never in a million years would have thought that I would be sitting at this table right now discussing something as monumental as this. You know, I think okay. it'd be a mistake if we didn't point out too, just that that's so inspirational what you're talking about there too, is we talk about how good a job ACC does and, and folks like you. You know, this is a unique time in Austin too that we have to recognize and ACC's role in that is significant. I, my role in Seton, I get to work with the new medical school quite a bit. And that's not only a big thing, but it's bringing, I mean, you've heard about recently the Merck Pharmaceutical Company coming to town, and there's all sorts of new uh, startup entrepreneurs coming to town. I mean, there's a lot happening in that whole innovation zone area, which I know ACC's involved in as well, too. So the future of Central Texas, is, we have a shortage now. Frankly, it's going to get probably worse even in some time because we're going to have so much health care moving in this community. And not only just traditional health care, but health care that really is redefining what health care is and what it looks like in this country because of that that medical school and the medical school I know in UT were supportive of what you guys were doing here and it was a great, you know, I think everybody knew this was a really good thing to do. And I think that's not only a maturity on everyone's part, but also just a recognition of this community. This is we're about to write something big here. And if we if we don't have the right nurses to do it, all this other stuff doesn't work. And so it's just a big moment here. And so ACC being such a critical part of it, that probably has something to do with the overwhelming support you guys had for this. But it really is in this community, I think people realize there's about to be something big here, and ACC is right at the front of the line. You know, and, and uh, you know, I mentioned the business community has been strongly supportive. Uh, the Austin Chamber of Commerce had uh, people testify on our behalf mm -hmm. during uh, 
during the session also. Um, but also, you know, uh, for your benefit, Megan, you, you just need to know that you had support from legislators from right here in, in Central Texas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll point out a couple specifically who really carried the water for us uh, strongly. In the Senate, we had Senator Kirk Watson, who just uh, went above and beyond, uh, I think, anybody's expectation to make sure that this happened. Uh, he worked really hard. And then in the House side, Donna Howard, who you might know she's also a nurse, a nurse. She's a nurse. also yeah. a nurse, she sure who worked the house very aggressively to help make this happen. Uh, so they they see it. The legislators here in Central Texas, uh, our delegation sees it as a strong need uh, and a critical need for the workforce here, and for all the reasons that, that Greg talked about. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's this is going to be an explosion. Mm -hmm. Had the opportunity to go with with uh, Geronimo uh, last week to Boston because uh, specifically to look at, at how they're uh, coordinating healthcare, mm -hmm. uh, healthcare education, healthcare delivery and service, and the collaboration among different institutions, um, whether it's education or, ho or hospital. But one of the things they, they brought up in, in our visit there is 20% of the workforce in Boston is in healthcare. 15% mm. of the workforce in Boston work for hospitals. And I think, you know, as we see mm -hmm. the four-year medical school and as we see the pharmaceutical companies, and we're gonna see the same thing begin to happen in, exactly in right. Boston. Yeah, you can see it already. So, and I, I just have to tell you too, um, I, uh, I have a, a real soft spot in my heart uh, because my mother was a nurse. Uh, actually, uh, Senator Watson's mother mm -hmm. was a nurse also, and so, he, one of the reasons why he's a strong advocate, but I have a strong passion too because my mother was a Navy nurse uh, and physically uh, at Pearl Harbor the day it was bombed wow. uh, in the operating room. And so, you know, knowing what nursing meant to her um, over my life has made a big difference. Um, this will probably get edited out of the tape, but uh, you know, <laughs> When she went through nursing school, she went through nursing school in Chicago, but uh, then she entered the Navy and, and um, but the training then, I swear when I was growing up, uh, it didn't matter what I had, a cold or, or whatever, the flu or whatever, her, uh, her way to get rid of it was to hang up this enema bottle <laughs> on the back of the <laughs> bathroom door. And she said, if you get sick, <laughs> here's the here's the solution. It probably worked pretty damn well too, yep, didn't well, it? <laughs> I, well, I never got sick. <laughs> Wise woman. That's very clever. Yeah. And and I got to tell you too. So the, during the legislative session, one of the things that made a, a great impact is to have the student voice, have the student testimonies, uh, and our students just did an outstanding job of that, of giving their story, because you know I can supply all the data necessary to prove a critical workforce need, um, but legislators ne need to put the data with the face of the student and to hear the voice of the student. Um, there's one student that I remember specifically that talked about, she graduated from ACC, went to work for a local hospital, needed to go back and get her BSN, had to do it on an online program. And at the end of her testimony, she said, I made it through, but I have debt of $23,000. Wow. 
I think the, that's another really important thing to consider in talking about student loan debt in community colleges is one of the things that ACC has worked very hard to include in this legislation and the bachelor's degree program is that this offers the potential for a bachelor's degree program for $10,000, not $10,000 to bridge from your ADN to your BSN, which is about average for the going rate. I'm currently shopping around, I know pretty well, but to start and finish for a sum total of $10,000 versus the 23,000, you know, which is, is pretty average for most students. Now I think student loan debt is averaging a little bit higher than that overall. Right. <laughs> the ability to have a hybrid program, which is what ACC is hoping to accomplish, gives students that that face-to-face -face connection that ties back into that communication and that support that allows us to do more than just make it, you know? Right. It opens those doors to other bigger, better things. You know, with our nursing shortages in this community, we don't need just bedside nurses, we're going to need nurse leaders, we're going to need nurse managers, we're going to need nurses who are willing to go into roles above and beyond the bedside, and to do that, we need higher education, we need more education, and we need a good education so that we can do that effectively, you know, and the nursing workforce is the majority of the workforce in most Healthcare institutions. I can't say that factually. I don't know what those numbers are, but we all right. know it that is, it is, that is the bulk of, majority. of mm -hmm. the workforce. And so for them to be trained effectively and to bring in better and more effective nurses, you have to set precedent with, with the best training possible. I think moving forward with this is we're, we're doing absolutely everything within our power to make that happen. And that that, as well, a future nurse, makes me yeah. very happy. And one other thing I'll, I'll have to tell you is that uh, we just recruited Greg to be a member of our foundation board mm -hmm. uh, to help us raise money for nursing scholarships. Uh, mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure that uh, not only do you have the access, that it is affordable, but we want to make sure that we also provide some assistance um, through scholarships to help our nurses get through. Uh, so. yeah. It was an easy you. recruitment. I think I, I think I even paid for lunch. So <laughs> I made it really easy. But you know, part of it is I really believe in community college. I think they're just so critical. I attended community college myself too. I also believe in ACC programs too. And also, not only are nurses the majority of the workforce, good healthcare is built on the back of nurses. I mean, the reality is there's lots of people who make nurses who make healthcare work including physicians, obviously, but if you don't have a great nursing workforce, you don't have a healthcare system. And so all the change we're about to go through is just going to emphasize that even more because it's becoming more and more about care at the bedside, care at home, you know, avoiding people getting really sick, and that's all about nurses doing their job. So good nursing is critical to the success of healthcare. I think that's a really interesting and very valid point you're making about the general population in terms of healthcare and that we're looking and you know Seton has this, the wonderful um, human care mm -hmm. which I thought was yeah. really clever the first time yeah. I heard that because what nursing is it's it's about caring for a person holistically we're looking them at them in their mm -hmm. entirety and as medicine evolves and changes and healthcare evolves and changes we as a people are looking 
at medicine more preventatively and proactively than we are reactively. Mm -hmm. And with that will be an evolution in nursing. You know, there are things we already have, home care nursing and telenursing and telemedicine are really taking off as a way to allow people to be more proactive about taking initiative with their health and taking mm -hmm. it to the next level and allowing them to intervene before things become chronic conditions or crises or emergencies. Right. And if we can keep our nursing workforce here and at the edge of that and always one step ahead and looking to the future, we're going to allow our community overall to flourish in a way that if we didn't have these resources, I don't, I don't think mm -hmm. would be as possible. Mm -hmm. I agree. Great. Well, it's so, an evolution in healthcare, as you mentioned, and this is definitely something that would be an evolution in education, in higher education. Right. Mm -hmm. The BSN program at ACC can help solve the state's nursing crisis. And I want to thank Megan. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. <clears throat> Greg, thank you for being with yeah, us today. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, and thank you all for joining the President's Podcast.